0: Hey gang, welcome back to the show, and today I have a very special episode on deck as I allow you to take a peek behind the curtain of tier one trading as we go inside one of our accountability sessions. Now our accountability sessions are something that we do each and every Friday over at tier one, and today I'm gonna share with you an interview of, well, probably one of our hardest working traders on the platform. In fact, this guy is so hard working that it makes me feel like I'm slacking. And you know what? That's the type of people I like surrounding myself with because it keeps me motivated, it keeps me empowered, and it keeps me pushing towards the next level. So this is a, a pretty long and lengthy session. So make sure you clear about an hour out of your day. But trust me, it is more than worth it. As this trader is gonna take you through his journey um, from struggling to successful trader, give you some tips on uh really what he's used to help with his trading psychology, including a pretty cool lesson about what he's learned from Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, not that he was in it, but someone very, very close to him was in it. And, well, those principles apply to trading as well. But a lot on deck. He talks about why he never paid for a training course. He talks about the amount of data crunching that he's done to really uh, elevate his system to the next level. Um and again, even uh, a talk about kind of the outside factors of hard work, where everyone wants to talk about working hard, but you don't see some of the downside of it and the effects that it can have on your body. So a lot to be discussed. Make sure you bring a notepad so you can take notes, and I hope you guys enjoy.
1: Okay, so really, that brings me to um, around about four years ago, three and a half years ago, something like that, when... Um, I'd set up my business with the property management, I'd done a few other things, uh, but I really wanted to get into something else. Um, I've always been one that that could not sit down for more than 10 minutes. I always had to be up doing something. Um, I suppose you could call me the definition of a workaholic. 12 hour day to me is just normal, 15 hours, I still do, 18 hours was what I did when I was setting up my businesses in the past. Um, but. But in doing that, that actually um, had a very bad effect on my health because I was working 18 hours a day during the credit crunch, which was the hardest thing I've ever done. I actually ended up with chronic RSI in my hands and my arms, and I ended up with back problems and wow. uh, neck problems. And um, if n- nobody knows what RSI is. It's repetitive strain injury, and it's literally if you sat at your computer and you click the mouse too many times and you type too much, um, it damages the nerves and the tendons, and you can get a buildup of lactic acid. and eventually what happens if it gets to the stage where it's chronic, your hands go into a claw, and um, yeah. they were like that for several years, and uh, I was in an enormous amount of pain, I couldn't sleep, and um, I, I was just very, very down, um, but what happened was we were sat Myself and my wife watching TV about four years ago, and this documentary came on, and it was only an hour documentary, and it was talking about shares within the stock market, and at the end of it, they they said um, that there was a system out there called Plus Five Hundred, and it was a free system you could download, and you could trade with a a, a practice account of thirty thousand dollars so i downloaded it and for the month i traded with that thirty thousand dollars and you'll never guess what happened by the end of the month i blew it all (laughs) (laughs) i blew the account completely and i said to my to my girlfriend my partner then at the time victoria i said i am not going anywhere near that again because i just do not have a clue what i'm doing and so for an entire year i did nothing at all to, to do with, uh, with the stock market. But literally a year later, there was another documentary that came on. This time it was about Forex trading. And um, again, it was only an hour's long episode, but um, they were interviewing this guy who was the definition of um, somebody who would put the mind to, to doing something and they would achieve it and right. they were certainly not somebody that would fail her. Uh, from memory, I think he was a contestant in the Mr. Universe uh, competition, and he came like second or something. And this guy, he made 30,000 pounds first of all, then lost it, went back and re reanalyzed what he did wrong, and then started again, and he's now a multimillionaire, and he takes on average one trade a day, and earns around about 1,000 pounds a day from it. Nice. So at the end of that documentary, I said to Victoria, I said. Vicky, I said, that is perfect for me, Um, you know, uh, that would suit me down to the ground. I could work from home. I could um, um, work from from the computer, I could earn the type of money that I wanted. The tax implications were very good. But I had one big problem, and that was that I hadn't touched a computer for two years because I had the problem with my hands, I had this chronic RSI, which I'd seen three specialists about, and they, they they couldn't do anything for me. So I said, Vic, do me a favor. Spend the day with me on the internet. Um, I want to Google everything about this problem that I have and I want to fix it so that I can do the trading. So we spent the entire day on the internet and we found a couple of um, specialist doctors in, America's, in America that had um, special exercises that I should be doing in order to gain movement back into my hands I mean just just to explain how bad it was when my when my son was born um, I couldn't hold him I couldn't wind him I couldn't hold a bottle to feed him that that was how bad it was I had insomnia it was absolutely wow, awful and that was just through doing too much work in the past and being under so much stress so anyway I spent the entire day watching these YouTube videos and I, I, I learned the exercises that day And then uh, the following day, I set an alarm on my phone to go off every 15 minutes from 9 in the morning till 9 at night. And religiously, when that alarm went off, I did those exercises. And after three months, I started to get movement back into my hands. And I started to get a little bit of relief from the pain. Now, throughout that three months, I was starting to read about what Forex was, how the market moved, why it moved, and really just try and get a, a basic understanding what Forex was. Well, um, that, t- that took a long time, but throughout that time, I then came across um, Jason Stapleton's vid- videos, which as some of you may know was trade empowered, and I was watching his videos, and from that I found out about Akil, and I started watching Akil's videos. And months and months had gone by by this time, and um, what I really wanted to do was advance patterns. And so they were the uh, Cypher patterns, Bat patterns, Gartley patterns. They were the three that I was interested in. I wasn't really interested in trend continuation or breakout strategies or counter trend trading. For me, those patterns were all I needed. And so um, by this stage, I had about 70, 80% mobility back in my hands and I was back on the computer. Now, here's the thing. I never paid for a training course through Trade Empowered because um, I had the belief that I didn't need to. Um, I firmly believe that I would be able to do what Jason and Akiel are doing without paying for the training course. Um, in fact, I'd actually done the bulk of it I'd done the back testing, I'd done a very basic trade plan which was for the um, advanced patterns and it wasn't long before I started trading with real money and inevitably I blew the accounts and um, so I thought to myself well okay um, something went wrong I will go back and I'll redo it again and I've just got to clarify something here guys because I honestly cannot remember the number of accounts I have blown. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there now. If you say three, four, six, I, I genu- genuinely don't know. I blew several. And um the the, the reason why I never pay for the course was because again my mentality is I believe if you work at something hard enough and you enjoy it, inevitably you'll be good at it. And I I just looked at the fact that on the videos that were being posted in YouTube and the syndicate I was fo- following at Trading Power that I could do what they did. And like I said, I did the back testing, all the figures stacked up, I traded, I lost again. And this happened several times. So around about, oh, good grief, two years ago, maybe 18 months ago, I said to myself, right, what the problem must be is the system I've got for advanced patterns which was very simple, it was take a back pattern, enter at the 886, stops at the 113. That system, even though the back testing showed it to be profitable, there must have been something wrong, therefore I will go and find a better way of doing it. So change the system. So I actually took six weeks out of trading and I built um, uh, a spreadsheet that compares literally every piece of data imaginable when it comes to those three advanced patterns. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, well, I'll just give you uh, just a, a for instance. Um, it compared three different stop placements. It compared sec- a secondary stop being behind the 113. Um, I had 12 currency pairs, the types of patterns, my max drawdown, the max wins, losses, the size of the trade, whether it's under 30 pips, over 40, over 50, over 60, the win rate for target twos. I even built a system which would give me a percentage chance of whether or not secondary targets would be hit. Okay. Um, to give you an idea of the scale of this, now I'm no expert in Excel. I had to learn all this myself by watching YouTube videos and, and learn how to code in Excel. I actually have 585 different cells which each compares different data and I've got around 20 different graphs. And once I'd done that for six weeks, I then went and did the back testing, input all the information and I found a significantly Um, better way and more profitable way of trading so i thought brilliant i'm going to put real money into it and i did and inevitably once again i blew the account wow yeah i blew the account again now um i'm not the most intellectual or the most cleverest person um in the world but i am a, a firm believer that um Again, if you work at something hard enough and you enjoy it, typically you tend to be good at it. And I certainly enjoy Forex trading, but I couldn't understand what it was. So uh, I'm sure, again, I put more money in and blew, blew the account once again, I'm sure I did that. And then, uh, and then what I did after that was probably...
2: Chris, what, sort of, what sort of figures are you talking here for the
1: account size? I'm going to say that till the end, Jason. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to say that to the end. I'm not going to let you know right now. I'm going to say that <laughs> to the end. Um, I, I, I actually don't know the exact figure. I can give you an indication, but I don't know the exact figure. I'm too scared to go back and look. Put it that way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, it, was, it wasn't until quite recently, well, about two years ago, that I worked out all of the costs that I had, you know, uh, endured and, and donated. It's it's not a nice. It's not nice Jason, i don't exercise.
1: want I don't want to do it. the thing is I will do it okay yeah I, I yeah. will do it because it will be part of my accountability but I'm not gonna do it now, but I have an idea <laughs> um so good grief um so where was it up to roundabout uh, I've lost my train of thought now so i I did the excel spreadsheet blew the account a couple of times um oh that was it um what i like to do um, to, to sometimes figure out a problem that i have is um it sounds a bit crazy this but this is what i do i draw a box on a piece of paper i make it three-dimensional and i write inside of it all the problems that i have and for me I wrote down all the problems that, were, that I was having with trading and then I put myself in the middle of that box. So I'm surrounded by all these problems and if you can imagine that in your mind that you're surrounded with all these problems, you can't see light at the end of the tunnel because of all these problems. So what I then do is I physically take myself out of that box and look at the box from all the different angles from the side from the front from the top from the bottom and i write down all the possible um all the possible solutions and when i did that the only thing that was left was that i hadn't accounted for the psychology aspect of uh, of trading now this is really quite funny because the psychology aspect was the very first thing i dismissed when i came to first look at doing Forex trading. Because of my mentality, and I believe, uh, again, I'm on the definition of a workaholic, um, the mentality side never entered my mind because I felt that I was mentally strong enough to cope with anything that this business of trading Forex could throw at me. Um, But when I looked at my box, which I drew out, it was clear that that was the only thing I'd not looked at. And so I started to say to myself, well, this could be the problem. And when I thought about it a bit more, I had made all the classic mistakes of I doubled down, I'd moved my stop, I'd moved my targets, I'd been, I had not been consistent in any way. Um, I mean, there was times, don't get me wrong, when I went into profit and I had a winning streak. But inevitably, when I hit those three, four, five losses, that trigger, that, that um that urge to go in and um, mess everything up uh, kicked in and that was the reason why i was blowing the account so i I knew at that stage then that the biggest problem for me was the psychology side of it and that's what i really needed to work on and so um, since then i have done um, quite a lot to be honest to work on my psychology um I've actually, I've got some notes in front of me. This is how sad I am. Sorry, guys, but I I had to write down (laughs) some bullet points and some some things that I've done to try and help with the psychology side of it. Um, Do do you want to hear them? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Can't wait. Yeah, Yeah, um, good grief. Okay, so, well, first of all, I should just say that I've been profitable now for about six months um i've been getting more profitable as the months have been going on and um, here's the kicker for everyone since i joined tier one which was i think about six weeks ago um, i have noticed um within a couple of weeks a significant difference in my trading uh, in fact last month i've just at my run, month runs from the 15th to the 15th by the way um, last month was a 700 pip month for me um, so the most profitable month i've ever congratulations. had congratulations Congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm very pleased with it. But um, more than that, it was the most consistent month that I've ever had. But within that month, I still made mistakes, and I'm still struggling with the psychology side of things. Um, so yeah, so, some things that I've um, done to help with that, and um, just to explain that, again, I, I have this personality where I always need to be doing something. so unlike keel, who is a master at being a, um, a lion, waiting to pounce on a trade, waiting for his rules to be met and can sometimes wait days, yeah. I have the personality where I need to be doing something. You know, sitting here doing nothing yeah. is incredibly hard. And so I- are a bit I, more
2: aggressive.
1: Yeah, certainly. I'm certainly more aggressive than Akil and you, Jason, although I am again working on toning that down and I'll, and I'll actually run through what I've done and how I'm still still toning that down, <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, so that that's what I'm struggling with. This is the psychology, the mentality, and understanding that um, just as you did your video, Jason, on time versus money, that being in a trade all the time is not trading at all it's more gambling and time versus money in fact a lot of the time spending less time in the market can be more profitable than spending more time in it because you're less likely to want to over trade and maybe not quite stick to your rules and enter those trades I have done it Um, I have probably done Uh, every bad thing that can be done with trading Um, but as a result of that I learn from that and um, so anyway five things that I've done to try and help with the psychology and the mentality the first thing I did is I used to trade 12 pairs up until two weeks ago I reduced that to 10 so I got rid of the pound Aussie Um, the reason for getting rid of that trade was that over the past six months or so, I've really started to change the way I trade from advanced patterns to more trend continuation and breakout,
2: uh-huh.
1: and I found that the Pound Aussie had such a high ATR that I wasn't able to get in, um, my rules for entering a trend continuation wasn't met because the stop loss was too big, sure. and it really didn't offer me that opportunity. It did for the advanced patterns on the smaller right. time frame.
2: Yeah, great for yeah, patterns I'll, on a smaller time frame, yeah.
1: Pound Aussie was one of my best currency pairs. It broke my heart to get rid of it. but It's actually um, replacing Euro Yen for me <laughs> next month. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, love, I love Pound Aussie. But um, I'm actually now trying to get away from advanced patterns, and I'm seeing myself more as a trend continuation and breakout trader. Um, And and there's several reasons for that, which I'll come to in a bit. So yeah, remove the pound Aussie and I got rid of the New Zealand yen as well. Um, I had too many yen pairs and it was one of the more underperforming currency pairs. So they're the two I got rid of. So I'm down to 10 instead of 12. That means I'm I'm doing less work in the market and I'm less likely to miss trades because I'm not looking at 12 pairs. the, the second thing I did, uh, and I must say to everybody here in tier one, it is probably one of the best things I've done was my trading plan. Now, I did have a very basic trading plan for advanced patterns. Um, but um, uh, when I came to do my new trading plan, I tried to make it as in-depth and as clear and um, have everything in it as uh, that, that was needed. And it ended up being 35 pages long. Uh, Some of you that were in the Q&A session a few weeks ago, ago, Akhil was kind enough to share that with everybody. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it ended up being 35 pages long. And two weekends ago, I sent it to Akhil on the Sunday. And to my surprise, he replied, I think, literally within an hour, I I couldn't believe it. And he replied, it was a very nice uh, email pointing out a few things that had missed and a couple of errors. And I looked at it and I thought, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I'll go back and make those changes. Just before I did that, though, and this was on some Sunday, I don't know, maybe two, three o'clock in the afternoon, um, I, I logged into tier one, and I looked for the training material um, for how to make a trade plan. And Keel had done some. So I watched all of them um, before I made any further alterations to the trade plan. And I made notes as I went along. And that evening, I spent about six hours correcting my trade plan. And I had actually made significant improvements on it. Uh, That was Sunday. And then on the Monday, Akeel went through the original trade plan that I'd sent to him, uh, which which was actually I'm really glad he did it because I was then able to make additional notes. And from there, I was then able to build on my trade plan, and um, the first thing I did was get rid of a lot of the jargon, because I'd made it so in-depth and so detailed, it actually had the opposite effect and made it very difficult to follow, and it actually made it unclear. And so um, I scaled everything back. He advised me to use the (coughs) if-then syntax, which I did. Um, So now my rules are very, very clear within my trade plan. It's still 28 pages long, however, each page is not full, it's only around half a page full, and each page is a section, if you understand me. So it's nowhere near as big or detailed as it was. And now I I have crystal clear rules for trend continuation because this was one of the biggest things Akil picked up on. The trend continuation rules, that there were just, there were so many of them, and there was no if then, you know, if price action, um, if we get a lower low, Uh, in a trend continuation then enter at market, but it was all over the place. It didn't flow correctly and his words were, it needs to read like um, a newbie can follow it. So that's exactly what I did. And um, I worked on the trade plan. I actually resubmitted it to him last weekend and um, with all the alterations and I had made an awful lot of alteration guys to the rules, made it clearer and he replied saying yep significantly better and um, he did reply with a question which by the way akil i will get back to you one i've just been very busy hmm. um but one of the one of the key things that i actually did as well is um, on the front page of my trade plan i've got the content section and I, i've reordered those and the very first one is now called mental preparation and um, I, in order to change my mentality and, and try and rid the the, the emotion side of trading. Um, I have a set routine that I go through now every morning and throughout the day as well. So this mental preparation um, I've got nine bullet points, but did you, did you, I don't know if I should read them out. Do you want me to read them out? I want <laughs> you to, I want to, yeah, I want to know
2: everything.
1: <laughs> I, I literally don't want this to end. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, sure. It's my accountability, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, one thing that has uh, always worked well for me in the past is never to say anything in your head. It's actually to say it out loud. And um, when Which I is work...
2: is why we do this, this session.
1: <laughs> but it can be done in anything, whether it's a, a, a job you do or it's, it's trading. I actually talk to myself. My, my, my family think I'm bonkers. My eight-year-old son um, thinks I'm crazy just talking to myself all the time. But as, so. as you do things in stages, it really helps to physically say it. It helps even more if you have it written down in black and white, because when it's written down, it is then non-subjective in your head. Yeah. And yep. so, anyway. Well, I'm writing a book. <laughs> So um, here's my bullet points, and obviously I've been practicing saying them. I'm I'm trying to say them with more vigor so that they carry more weight. So, um, So bullet point one, I am a disciplined trader. I am a mentally strong trader. I will eliminate emotions from trading. I am successful in business and trading Forex. I will only trade my strategies that are in my trading plan. I am better than 90% of the other traders. I will stick to my trading times and currency pairs. I will openly and honestly stick to my trade plan rules. Consistent execution equals consistent results. So there's oh, that's the nine awesome. bullet points.
2: That is brilliant. And you've just and thrown that out to everyone as well. So you've just basically told the whole group and everyone else that watches this all of those statements.
1: That, that, that's what I do, and um, I don't just stop there. Do you remember I told you that the, the problem with my hands, I mean, I have about 80% mobility back in them now, and I did that by setting my alarm every 15 minutes for 12 hours a day. Well, every hour my alarm goes off, and I have to read that mental preparation out every hour on the hour. and. Um, uh, I, some of the tier one members will, will know, I, I know this because of what Akeel and Jason have taught, is that it takes a minimum of 90 days to break a bad habit uh, and to set new habits. Yep. And so I'm doing as much as I can right now to break the bad psychological habits I have. And to really build up the mental strength needed to cope with the winners in the market and the losers, um, because for me, it's actually just as hard being up as it is being down in the market. Because when I'm up, I don't want to lose, and when I'm down, I want to win. <laughs> so for me, yeah, it's a never-ending roller coaster, and I just need to find that happy medium. So um, that's part of my morning routine. What I changed in my in my trading plan?
2: Excellent, and and you've seen you say you've seen a, an improvement in your trading since you joined S- tier one is, is is that
1: significant is that part yeah. of the
2: reason the part that you've got some sort of more clarity around the importance of psychology and how to handle that or what what's is in the main um
1: point? yeah i mean um when i actually found out that um, tier one had been created because as far um as far as i knew after christmas um, uh, um, there wasn't another company after Trade we Empowered. But when it yeah. came Yes, yeah. Um but when I came across Trade Empowered, I already knew at that stage what the problem was and it was the psychology. Obviously, I still want to improve my trading and there are things in there that I can still improve on, there's no doubt about it. But the biggest goal for me right now is the psychology. And when I came across you guys and you set up tier one uh, and remember, I'd never paid for a, a trading course beforehand. I spoke to Victoria and I said, um, you know, I, I've now become profitable. I said, but if I look back over my trading journal over the past six months and I was able to remove those emotional trades and, and, and stick to the plan that I had in my head at the time, um, I would have earned a significant larger amount of pips than I would have done now." and I said mm-hmm. I, plus plus for it i know i'm struggling with the psychology so i would love to pay for the course because i think it would be great to really help me get over this uh, this this trading problem that i have and she was like do it absolutely do it she's incredibly supportive um and she said just pay, just pay for the year so uh, i went i went and paid for the year and it it wasn't I never really interacted within the chat or did a great deal for the first one or I think it might have even been two weeks. What I did for the first week was I started watching the training videos and I started from the very beginning because I thought to myself if I want to get over these bad habits i really need to start at the beginning and from jason from you doing the introduction about um what a pip is to how much money flows through the forex market to what brokers are to akil talking about candlesticks now for me this was all relatively basic stuff this was stuff i knew Mm -hmm. but i sat through each of the videos and went through them and reaffirmed what i already knew you know starting from scratch making sure i wasn't making any mistakes and um when i first started doing it i thought oh wow this is fantastic jason's videos they're all under three minutes i can't believe this and then i get to Achilles, and um, his one section had around seven videos and each of them were 20 minutes long and i was like oh, where's the three-minute videos gone? (laughs)
2: Um,
1: But that's not a bad thing, Akeel. Love listening to the videos. Um, Very, very informative. Picked up some things I didn't know. Reaffirmed some things I did know. And I think has really helped to concrete that belief in trading about what I already knew. So I started right from the beginning. Um, I'm probably just over halfway through the training now. Um, but the good thing about it is that you guys have done the videos. Um, I have access to them for the next year, and so I can revert back to them at any time and rewatch them. Or if there was an area that I wasn't completely sure of, I can always revert back to it. So um, that's a fantastic thing that, for me to be able to do.
2: Awesome, excellent. I, um, think, I think just just before you uh, carry on, there I, a few few observations that I made that are very very similar. I've got no doubt that you're going to be successful at this uh, Chris and and I've worked with a lot of traders now and just the personality traits like the the competitiveness the the discipline that you've got the fact you know you set your alarm just to do the wrist exercises and I even after three months you didn't see the difference until three months later so you actually went for two uh, nearly three months before you even felt any different so just to have the discipline to do that sort of thing and also the fact that you had a you've got a supportive wife a supportive partner um, that is very very common as well you know people that go on to achieve are, are surrounded by people who support them um, I know yes. I speak yeah. for myself and a kill uh, my wife probably wanted to ab- absolutely kill me uh, deep down but (laughs) we find that people who do have success, they they typically have those traits and that support as well.
1: Yeah, 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 thank you very much. Um, And yeah, she is incredibly supportive. Um, So yeah, this is still a training journey for me. Um, There is one other point I just wanna touch on, uh, the the fifth thing that I'm looking at doing to help with the psychology aspect of it, if I can touch on that. Um, my, My wife, she's actually in AA. Alcoholics Anonymous Uh, um, I'm sure lots of people know what that is and she's been in she's been in it now for five years she's been sober now for five years and um, there's one thing that um, the AA teaches you and that's it's it's a 12 step program and it's used in AA but it's used in drug addiction sex addiction any type of addiction at all it's used in and it's used to change the way you perceive life and also your emotional state um if i can just read out step one it says that we are powerless over people places and things this is step one so i am physically powerless over other people i am physically powerless over places and i am physically powerless over things now things for me is the forex market sure. I am completely powerless over what the market does and the sooner I am able to realize that the quicker my recovery uh, will be and the more consistent I will be um, all I can do is know that I have a trading plan which is profitable and if I trade it consistently I will end up with more than when I started and um, The the 12 steps, there's lots of programs like this out there, and it's all to do, again, about changing your psychology, about um, it it lets you look at your personality, lets you um, deal with problems that occur on a daily basis, and it really just helps to build up that mental attitude and um, a mental barrier to deal with those day-to-day emotions and as and for me forex is an emotional battle which i have to struggle with all the time and like i said there's lots of programs out there that help you but probably aa is one of the best well-known now my wife has one of the strongest mentalities of anybody i've ever met she would make a phenomenal trader but trading doesn't interest her (laughs) it interests me (laughs) if i had her mental strength and capacity it would be awesome um, but she's actually helping me at the moment um, look into these steps look at myself and, and deal with what's called triggers now in drinking uh, I hope I'm not going off topic here a bit and boring people but no um,
2: I, I, I think we're thinking about putting this in part of the course <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well so, in, in, in the 12 steps you taught that there's triggers so A trigger for somebody to drink may be that they're at a Christmas party, they've not drank in six months, but they used to drink at the Christmas party, and so they're surrounded by like-minded people who are drinking and having a good time. And so for that individual, that's a trigger for them to drink because it's something they used to to do, and they're in a surrounding full of drink, and that's a reason why they want to go ahead and drink. but what the aa does it teaches you that that is a trigger and it teaches you um, how to deal with that emotion when it comes on and it allows you to realize how to take yourself out of that situation so you know that trigger is not triggered And it's the same, I look at it the same as trading is that, you know, you can be trading and you're making a little bit of money, losing a little bit, and then you hit that big drawdown, you know, you're you're down five, 10% of the account, whatever it may be. That there is a trigger. And that trigger is I'm going to sabotage that trade. I'm going to double down. I'm going to move my stop. I'm going to move my target. I'm going to enter this trade which doesn't meet my rules. and so she's helping me with that aspect of it to deal with the triggers within the market. And again, it, it all comes back wow. to my problem, which is the psychology and building up that 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 mental barrier. So that's just they're the five things that I'm doing uh, or have done and still in the process of doing to try and overcome this mental problem that I have. Wow. So uh, yeah, Jonathan just said, can we have the twelve steps? Um. I cannot read them off the top of my head because I'm not in AA. My wife goes on about it all the time, but um, certainly just, just Google it, and if you actually just remove the word alcohol from the 12 steps, you'll realize that the 12 steps are just a way of changing your personality, your outlook on life. Uh, believing in yourself and really being able to deal with those emotions that are thrown at you on a day-to-day basis. Uh, it took her a year to do the full course because she fully analyzed every aspect of her life and as I say, um, she has one of the strongest mentalities. In fact, there's um, there's a, a place in Portugal, um, it's a retreat, you know, where you go rest and relax for a week. It's it's up in the mountains somewhere in Portugal right. and she wants to go and just sit and you don't eat you drink smoothies and you do yoga and there's no internet now she wants to go and do that which is fine but she wants me to come with her now given my current state of mind i would jump off the mountain in like 24 hours <laughs> i just i would not be able to deal with that mental pressure of doing nothing not at this stage maybe in the future but yeah. but not right now but she she yeah she's got that mental strength and that's what i'm working towards it's one of my goals awesome
2: uh, Gabriel asked a question, have you ever considered uh, a specialist on that with the, with the psychology yourself?
1: No, um, I, I don't consider myself a specialist, but I do consider myself, because my wife had been an alcoholic for a long time, um, actually happened when I was setting my first business up and we had two babies, and it was an incredibly stressful time for me. Um, but how old was I 25 something like that Now, this is quite funny my mum said to me my mother said to me that Chris you need to slow down a little bit because you won't be able to cope with all the pressure that that, that you're under and I was setting up a new business when we had the credit crunch and my wife was drinking and it was pretty bad and we had two new babies and I was working 18 hours a day Uh, but I said mum it's absolutely fine I can deal with it I tell you mentally I have no problem whatsoever any problem that was thrown at me i could overcome and that's the god's honest truth i could Um, what i didn't realize was that several years later all that stress and pressure had a real adverse effect on my body and my mind to a degree Um, i told you the problems with my arms and my back and i go for acupuncture um, twice a week and i have cupping and physiotherapy and things like that so a bit of you know advice to anybody out there um, you know if you are really that hungry to go out and really work and really make a go go of it just make sure that you take regular breaks and stretches and exercise because that's something I didn't do I just worked for 18 hours a day every day for months on end literally i showered like once a week i had a a a beard i I, I was getting up at five i was having breakfast at one in the afternoon and never had a break and it just absolutely ruined me but i'm only an expert so to speak because my wife because she has done the 12-step program and she loves nothing more than to tell me about it and um you know, I, I used to just nod and agree with her, but now I'm really taking more notice of what she's saying and and, and really going through those steps with her because it it's helping me. I know what the problem is, and so she's helping me with that.
2: That's excellent. Mm.
1: All right, so um, <laughs> you've
2: covered you've covered a lot there. I mean, you've been over your entire journey. I feel like I know you personally. Um, <laughs> but but it's really really great to hear. Uh, your story and and, you know you told us a little bit about your your other uh, incomes and stuff and I think that's a massive advantage that you're able to build you've built um, business models you you've generated businesses that have generated income so you know you've got that peace of mind I think that that plays a part in keeping you stable as a trader uh, whether or not you've got cash buffers or you know another source of income or you know, you 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 know that you've got the ability to earn money uh, just by that process of, of creating something and delivering it to a marketplace. That keeps all of those aspects keep us calm. And anything you can do to remain calm as you're going into trading is going to have a is going to have a a, a beneficial um, you know a, play a beneficial role.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I've always lived. Um, by the motto that the harder we work the more we accomplish and the longer we work the more money we make now throughout my entire life I've lived by that you know the longer we work the more money we make
2: sure
1: and when it comes to trading that just isn't the case and that has been the biggest downfall because spending 12 to 15 hours in the market you're gonna over trade you're gonna take trades you shouldn't and again my personality is I want to work more because I want to do better I want to earn more money and in trading it has been highly detrimental to my trading that and so again this has been the biggest hurdle for me to really uh, to really overcome sure so Chris just before we um, you know
2: we come in sort of towards the the end of the session I'm interested to know obviously you want to become um, a successful trader which I've no doubt you will uh, but what, have you got any sort of immediate uh, short-term goals or milestones that you want to you want to
1: um, tick off really the main one um, more than being um, profitable is being consistent and to yes. be consistent I then have to treat um, my trading plan as a business and really I want to get over the psychology aspect of it that is really Um, the main reason. Um, But there's another reason why I did 4x as well and that is throughout everything that I've done uh, in my life so far I'm only 37 but throughout everything I've done um, I, I cannot shake this feeling that everything that's happened up until now has been I don't like to use the word luck because I do not believe in luck maybe a fluke is better I have this uh, feeling inside of me that I have to prove to myself that I can do something that the majority of other people can't and that was another reason why I got into trading was I really wanted to say to myself I was able to become a consistently profitable trader and that is something that I can take with me to for the rest of my life and I can also yep teach my children because absolutely i don't want my kids having a nine-to-five job or even a nine-to-nine job you know um, and working those hours um that i had to do i would love to be consistent and then be able to teach them how to do it and give them the freedom uh, again jason you really relate to this is that you know trading is about freeing up time and yeah that's what i want to do for the kids i don't want them being stuck in a 95 job or even having to have a second job just to pay for the mortgage or, or ah. you know keep a roof over the head so yeah several reasons but but, but they're the main two excellent
2: yeah i i, I do resonate with that the, the reason i the reason time so important is because you can generate much more income if you have more time and i'll tell you why because by having more time you, f- you you see opportunities and you are able to just focus or focus much more on on stuff that you find rewarding and fulfilling stuff that motivates you and when you do that you're able to you can generate more money in those areas than you can stuck working for someone else or doing something you hate uh, and and I call it sort of the the hidden superpower you sort of realize Wow, I've got something really, really uh, valuable to offer people here. There's lots of people who need this, and I've got, I've got it. And you, you almost create this market that you can then go and serve. And and it doesn't feel like work. It's just a, it's just an absolute it's, pleasure.
1: Exactly, it's enjoyable. And I, yeah. I may have said this before, but um, I'm a firm believer that if you enjoy something that you do, um, you're likely going to be good at it because you yeah. enjoy it. Um, I'm
2: going to touch on that in a minute. Just just once we've once we've finished, I'm going to touch on that and why I think it's relative to why you might struggle with the psychology here. Um, but yeah, absolutely. What Chris was saying about having fuel, having a reason to to want to do it, that's really important as well. I was talking in the live room the other day about you know a guy that I knew. Uh, he was stuck in the job and he had a he had a i think it was his dad it was either his dad or his his stepson but a family member someone close was had a he just found out he had a few weeks to live right so this guy's in a bad place and he had to go to work like the guy was on his last treatment he had literally 3 weeks to live but this guy had to be at work one because you know he had to he he didn't want to lose his job his life had to go on, but he really wasn't with it. He didn't want to be at the job. Secondly, he couldn't afford to to have the time off. And you know, uh, when I saw that guy, I just thought I never ever want to be in a position whereby I can't spend. Imagine if someone close to you was like had three weeks to live, you would want to spend every day with them, like every minute with them. And um, that was one of my drivers. As morbid as it is, I never wanted to be in a position where I I couldn't choose to spend time with someone who I wasn't going to see ever again. I wanted to be able to make up my own choice and have, you know, enough money and enough time and enough wealth to be able to do what the hell I wanted because I never wanted to be in that position. Um, so really important to have some fuel uh, to keep you through, uh, to keep you going. Um, yeah. So what the, the long term have you got any sort of long term goal where when you want to be I, I know it's really just refining your your trading now and, and sort of becoming better and better which we all are you know I'm in that position a cure's in that position but all, you know you never really yeah, I, go on.
1: sorry I, I think I was going to finish what you were saying I, I don't think we ever really stop learning you there will I don't believe that there will ever be a master within Forex x because no. 4x in itself is unpredictable and you will always be making quarterly reviews and tweaks and changes so there'll always be room for growth um, so uh, yeah absolutely that's um I, I, I I'm looking at doing this as well for for wealth management and um, th- variety of reasons excellent all right um So Chris touched on luck. I I I would say
2: on luck. Believer in luck in in the sense that most people use that term, but I believe that we're lucky because we live in the time that we're in and we're able to run this accountability session. Like literally, we're all in the same room. We live all over the world and we're able to share information like this. And I think being born, you know, hundreds of millions of years old, the planet, and we are born or around we we're here for about 80 years and 90 years and I'm born in this time where we can actually connect and, and help people like this that is luck that's that that's the only you know luck that I would I would I would say I believe in but is there any questions for Chris before we uh, wrap it up up this session I don't want to say it but it's been <laughs> it's been one of my favorites uh, I have to say I've, I've really really enjoyed it
1: Tony, can you start again, Chris? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tony, you want to catch this one. Go and watch the recording. Um, can you please tell us the process, how you started a
1: trade plan, what helped you make your trade plan? You want to touch on that, Chris? Sure, yeah. Um, when I first started trading, um, I, I did my own trade plan because I was only doing advanced patterns, which was Cyphers, Gartleys, and um, bat patterns. And so my trade plan was very basic. Um, but when I joined tier one. Um, I really wanted to embrace what trading was and really get over the fundamental problem I have, which was the psychology and having a trading plan or call it a business plan, if you wish, uh, whatever you want to call it was the basis for getting that started. Um, So I did it, I tried to make it as in-depth as I could, sent it to Akil, he came back with some um, advisory notes. I then went and watched his videos on it, made further improvements, Uh, he was kind enough to do the Q&A session, I made further improvements. Now my trading plan I don't think will ever be finished because as uh, we grow and make quarterly changes, I will probably be making small changes to that trading plan. And I've got to say, it's so important, I believe, now, the trading plan, because I touched on this before, having your trade plan in your head is subject to interpretation and emotion. Having it physically written down in black and white, where you can go back and check it before you enter that trade, well, there is no emotion, okay? And that's what I'm starting to do now that my trading plan is almost there i am now starting to do that and it is another key reason why my trading is starting to get better because i started developing the trading plan and really narrowing down my entry reasons and uh, 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 and all the rules that i have within it
2: absolutely all right well um i i completely agree i mean i'm always tweaking my trade plan and and that is It's always going to be tweaked. It's never going to just sit there. I'm always going to be growing. I'm always going to be learning, and uh, and always always be making mistakes. Because if you're growing, you're going to make mistakes. If you're just staying still, um, you you probably get to a point where you're not going to make mistakes anymore because you're just doing the same thing every day. But if you're always growing, you're always going to have mistakes. You're always going to make mistakes, and uh, that's all part of the process. So. I've really enjoyed this session, Chris. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, no, is there thank anything you else guys. you'd like to say? Is there any um, a- anything else you'd like to add? Um, a
1: Couple of things, yeah. Um, I just want to say to any newbie trader out there that really just take on board what Jason and Akiel say. Go through the fantastic um, tier one system that they have and the training videos that they have um but go go back and do your back testing because that is what really reaffirms um your trading plan and how you're going to trade and be profitable in the future and i think lastly i just want to thank uh you jason and you akil and pretty much all the tier one members out there because um i I start i wanted to become vocal within tier one purely for the accountability um my nature my personality is not one of um, I'm not a very loud person um, but I wanted to hold myself accountable in, in fact just um, before I started posting my trade ideas online to hold myself accountable I was a bit worried about doing it and I sent keel an email just right. saying that you know I'd like to post my trade ideas on there would that be okay with you because I, I was a bit concerned because there wasn't too many people Posting trade ideas, and I didn't want people thinking, I don't know, maybe I'm showing off a little bit. But whatever the reason was, it certainly was not that. It was simply because I wanted to hold myself accountable. And to be honest, it's worked because, um, just was it this week? Was it last week? Um, I posted a trade idea on there. Uh, I think it was a a breakout in a flag, and I was looking for an entry reason. And and Cody. Um, replied saying Chris you have a a cipher pattern there and I went back and looked and there was my entry reason for it so I added the cipher and reposted the trade idea now here's the key thing is that every time now I do my analysis just before I leave that currency pair uh, Cody pops into my head (laughs) and says to me double check what you've just done to make sure you've not missed anything. So really, the community is fantastic. I would strongly, strongly advise anybody, post your trade ideas on there. It doesn't matter matter if it's right or wrong. I've posted on there and they've been wrong, uh, 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 you know, and I get feedback from uh, traders that have been trading a long time, traders that haven't been trading a long time, but no matter which way you look at it, I get get feedback and information from from all parties. So it's a win-win for me.